He is the founder and CEO Bitscrunch GmbH, a blockchain analytics company which is focusing on securing the NFT ecosystem. He worked for Siemens Mobility, Volkswagen AG, Telefonica GmbH in Germany. He is a master's graduate in electrical engineering and information technology from Technical University Munich, Germany. He is a three-time TEDx speaker. and also the first indian to be invited for a tedx talk in germany under 30 he has won numerous accolades for his contributions to the industry and to name a few top men leaders to look up to in 2021 by passion vista magazine and top 40 data scientists under 40 in india 20 plus inspiring data scientists to follow in 2020 by ai artificial intelligence time journal from the united states and so on In today's episode let us chat with Vijay Praveen. This is the Guiding Voice podcast series TGV The Guiding Voice for a Better Future. Folks I am your host Navin Samala just a fellow IT professional on a mission to shape the careers and lives of millions across the globe. In every episode we interact with industry experts or thought leaders or academicians or coaches across the globe to drive some insightful conversations that will help each one of you learn some amazing stuff. Also we share an interesting trivia or a fun fact towards the end. Thank you so much for joining me today and you will acquire more knowledge for every minute by tuning into the guiding voice than any other podcast in this space. Today we are going to discuss the journey of a young entrepreneur Vijay Praveen and we are extremely pleased to have Vijay part of the guiding voice journey in shaping the careers and lives of millions across the globe. Vijay so nice to have you here. Hearty welcome to the guiding voice. Thanks a lot, Navin. Uh, it's 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 been a pleasure uh, talking to you and also the TGV community. Uh, I would say, I mean, having interviewed more than two hundred, uh, and in fact, it's closing to two forty. It's an insane number to 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 have as a badge, and I'm glad to be one among those market leaders. Uh, so thanks, thanks again for the invite. Pleasure to have you on board, and uh, we are enriching ourselves after each and every conversation. And I've been following a lot of your posts on LinkedIn. They are so intriguing. and inspiring to the young generation that's why been trying to reach you and finally we made it happen so i'm glad you're part of the journey today so vijay let us start the discussion with the top 3 things that have helped you so far in your professional journey so one is building um, a balance work life balance i would say i mean that is one of the top top most things that i've learned over this journey and the second thing is the art of saying no to certain things because in business when it comes to uh, uh, doing things we, we tend to get carried away with a lot of things going around so the art of saying no is the another thing and the third most beautiful thing is to manage people so people management is, is one thing that uh, i would rate highly for every single entrepreneur out there uh, that could be helpful in building a family it, it is not just about building a brand but only if you build a family uh, they can do wonders for for the vision or and mission that you carry yeah thanks excellent this reminds me of a quote take care of your employees and your employees will take care of the customers but you have gone one step beyond and treating your employees as part of your family which is great so vijay Thanks. now let's talk about your enterprise your venture this uh, bitscrunch gmbh how did this idea come through and uh, how were you able to launch it successfully can you shed some light around it and share your journey so far with bitscrunch yes for sure so as the name says 
we crunch each and every bits of data so that's the meaning behind the name bits crunch so we are primarily a data analytics firm so data crunching is a term that is very common in the data analytics field and that is why we we have bits crunch i mean uh, since the beginning i always wanted to have uh, two words clubbed together as a brand name uh, let's take facebook for instance face plus book microsoft micro plus soft so i wanted to have this and and when we launched we we uh, somehow got this uh, beautiful name that also resonates with the brand resonates with what we do uh, so we initially incorporated bits crunch in india way back in 2020 but but then we were just trying to explore opportunities explore things that are around us and then in 2021 we set up an entity in germany that is bits crunch gmbh uh that requires a capital of 25000 euros uh, we did that and now that is the headquarters of bitscrunch as as a whole and we are a team of uh, fastest growing team of 27 people sitting across munich and uh, other parts of germany belgium canada as well as in india so uh, we are a blockchain analytics firm that aims to secure the nft ecosystem so we help uh, nfts uh, which are the the bus words in in the last couple of years 2021 and 2022 non fungible tokens so we make them secure so yeah that's in short about our uh, child with scrunch but yeah mm-hmm. more more uh, more to come lot more to come wonderful i i loved uh, the analogy crunching the bits of data just to see what's happening around and secure the nfts this brings me to my my next question again industry is full of buzzwords and these buzzwords change every now and then like i was uh, recently going through an article and which said if you want to survive in any industry today we have to upgrade ourselves because in the span of two and a half years things will change right and that happens to be much quicker in the it industry and uh, just again stepping back and talking about these nfts how do we explain this uh, nfts thing so called non fungible tokens to a layman yeah so non fungible tokens are uh, an emerging asset class more precisely it, it would be a digital asset class in the near future so same like uh, how we purchase land apartments gold uh, so these are physical assets right so you can you can actually feel a gold you can actually go to a land and then do some some wonders there but non fungible tokens are more like shares uh, if you have to compare it with the real world shares or bonds which is uh, ideally i mean nobody has uh, touched or felt shares of microsoft or google so that's that's what you can relate but these are all unique assets that are minted on blockchain so the beauty about blockchain is everything will be minted on blockchain that is traceable that cannot be erased that cannot be removed from the chain and that is what makes it interesting uh, if you just look around everything is digital around us right right from this podcast that we are doing via zoom call uh, the office uh, the the information that we are getting in from various sorts right from the food that we order right from the travel app that we use everything is digital so the generation z and and uh, the uh, the tech entrepreneurs they want to make use of this digital tools and they would want to digitalize important things as assets so yeah in the near future it could be one of the prominent digital asset class but right now it's it's just the start and we are very early in this phase and it's good that you you are actually covering such a topic in in one of your podcasts yeah 
I've been planning to discuss about this blockchain, metaverse, and Web three. For some reason, it is getting procrastinated. At least uh, we made our first step through your episode. So glad uh, that we're able to invite you to our show. Now let's talk about the bit crunch. Like you guys are securing NFTs, and which means there are certain vulnerabilities that are existing in the NFTs, right? So what kind of vulnerabilities are existing today in the NFTs, and how are you guys securing them? Right? How are you dealing with the vulnerabilities so that uh, NFTs ecosystem itself is preserved and secured? What's your take on that? Um, vulnerabilities are everywhere. <laughs> that is one thing that I want to. Uh... Uh, put it clear up front because uh, even in banking industry, even in retail, commerce, or everywhere, web, web one world, let's call it web two world, or what, whatever it is, vulnerabilities are always there, and we always improve by each and every passing day, month, and year, right? So right now, NFTs are very niche. It's it's a new technology, new domain, and that is why there are uh, existing vulnerabilities that are uh, evident to eyes. especially to to guys like me who come from a data professional data background because everything is on blockchain everything is publicly available let's take ethereum or polygon or binance whatever publicly available blockchains are there we can literally see what has been minted at what time and by whom so that makes it interesting so i'll, I'll give you a couple of vulnerabilities the first one is the wash trading washing uh, converting black monies into white money i mean they they call it in the web2 world uh, they do it in the nft space as well so let's say somebody means an nft let's say navin means an nft he sends it to vijay and vijay sends it back to navin and then we we do it back and forth uh, and after 10 or 20 transactions what navin has minted For hundred dollars is now worth five hundred dollars after twenty transactions. So let's say somebody uh, like Alex or uh, Stephen who is looking at this NFT might get lured into this space because Navin's NFT is now worth five times more than the minting cost. So that is what makes people go crazy. Uh, it's it's nothing to uh, say wrong about the people because they they are not sure. how this went from 100 dollars to 500 dollars but as a data guy as a data professional we know how people are uh, manipulating this space in, in a smarter way and that is the reason why we are here to clean up the space so we call ourselves the nft police if, if you ask me i mean my my dad is a police so i started doing this nft police thing uh, after founding bitscrunch so, yeah <laughs> I I love the term, and you guys are trying to trap the criminals, okay, who are trying to steal the data and manipulate the data on NFTs. Yeah, quite interesting stuff, and I'm sure it must be very challenging as well as enriching journey. Now that brings me to my next question. So you said uh, you initially started this Bitscrunch in India, and now you have set it up as a Bitscrunch as an entity or enterprise in Germany. Bitscrunch uh, GmbH, which takes about twenty-five thousand euros to set up a heavy investment company, kind of thing. So it's not a small thing. So my question is predominantly on the startup ecosystem, since you have seen both the worlds. Like, how is the startup ecosystem in Germany different from India, and is is the environment as conducive as how we see it here in Germany as well? So the startup ecosystem in Germany is is uh, much more stable, I would say, because they have. all the infrastructure in place all the legal all the documents all the stuffs that a founder needs at his early stage is uh, right in place uh, where it should be right uh, so for instance even with scrunch when we launched 
we got a shared office space uh, for three months for free of cost that is totally sponsored by the government uh, the local government so that is how these guys are promoting entrepreneurship through various ways they they give legal opinion for free for the first three months which is which is actually good because that is when we as founders we need opinion right uh, can i do this can i do that we we would be skeptical at the start so they provide a lot of support ample amount of support at the beginning and if you look at the indian startup ecosystem it is performing exceedingly well especially in the last two years in 2021 and in 2022 we saw a lot of unicorns uh, climbing up from ashes so if you look at the growth part india is doing extremely well uh, but but germany i mean with the resources with the limited resources that they have they are climbing up uh, by every single uh, startup that they grow so i would say it's 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 more or like the same uh, one is higher at some some and if you look at india india is doing better at other ends so i'm i'm glad that i could taste both the worlds of, yeah. of startup ecosystem yeah in fact you are one among the lucky few right yeah that's great and i always envy on this current generation like when we graduated we didn't even have enough job opportunities but now you have an opportunity to start your own venture of course again uh, it's not a matter saying that you you need all the resources people have Uh, proven themselves without having enough resources as well, but still, uh, the kind of ecosystem that is in place, right? It is quite motivating and all. And now, see Vijay, you have forty uh, k connections on LinkedIn. You have your own company, and if you talk about someone, right? Uh, Vijay is a king, or probably they say Vijay is a hero. But hero didn't become in a single day. Though you are a proven entrepreneur, right? I really wanted to understand what are some hard lessons that you have learned while becoming this Vijay Pravin. uh so taking up responsibilities taking up ownership uh, is something that i learned hard way i i always tell my team that i have been the one who did more number of mistakes uh, here in, in in the company so i i ask the team to go and unleash themselves to to get the best out of them because when you set boundaries uh, you cannot get the best out of you because when you fa- when you fear to try something new by having some some boundaries restrictions around you that by thinking that if if i do this what if it goes wrong what if if i do that so i asked the team to to get rid of that ifs and buts and just just unleash their uh, potential so th- this is something that i learned uh, learned it hard way and then, like i said at the beginning learning to say no has cracked me <laughs> so uh, we having got uh, close to 50000 connections you get tons of messages right uh, you get tons of texts on the social media you get you hold a lot of responsibility right because when i post something on on linkedin or whatever platform then i am accountable i am responsible for each and every words uh, that i put put it out there so i am being very cautious about that as well because a lot of guys do follow me so i'm i'm very careful about what words i say what actions that i take sometimes so that has groomed me uh, for a while but i consider every single day as a learning uh, learning curve because i i learn every day learning is one thing that keeps me going and that is that has taken me to certain heights uh, so what i have achieved so far is uh, nothing i would say still a long way to go that's your modesty 
but yeah one other question i would like to ask being a founder entrepreneur and all when you have about 27 employees and you are growing steadily what kind of attributes do you see when you hire talent for your team for your company so we look at how flexible they are as a person so that is one of the top most qualities that that we look because if you look at uh, the team dynamics we are located across europe uh, there is one employee from canada there is a team from india so one might have to uh, switch between different time zones so we look at flexibility we look at how genuine they are because we we don't require somebody who who is uh so good at uh, mathematics so good at statistics or whatever uh, questions that uh, the other companies look at in fact uh, out of these 24 27 employees we hired half of them even without looking at their resumes so half of them come through referrals we don't even look at their resume but we just have a candid conversation where we see what is their vision and mission because if you you are a person you will have certain targets for yourself right we just go with the basics we just have a candid conversation uh, check what their basics are what their family background is and what sort of uh, efforts that they can put so these are the things that we look in in, in each and every guys and we also maintain a gender balance as well so we try to do 50 50 but right now we are striking 40 60 so in a way we provide ample amount of opportunities for uh, both men and women in the organization that's nice that's nice and i i really love this concept of not looking at a resume but looking at the flexibility and depending on the referrals i think yeah this is something uh, should be a learning for rest of the startups and also well established enterprises as well because it is more about the attitude and the flexibility that is important in this uh, ever changing dynamic uka world and all wonderful all right so this has been serious conversation vijay let us lighten up the mood of our audience so if you are okay i'm going to kick off a quick rapid fire round wherein you can answer questions crisply okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah for sure uh, looking forward to those uh, rapid questions <laughs> wonderful yeah let me fire the first bullet vijay what has been your uh, childhood fantasy always wanted to be a cricketer <laughs> Uh, yes, that, that is what one answer you can expect from at least half a billion indians uh, as a child you, you grow up uh, you grew up watching players like sachin tendulkar saurav ganguly and rahul dravid and other stalwarts so wanted to be a cricketer my dad wanted me to be a, an ips ias ips which which every other dad wants their child to become but then i ended up as uh, an engineer and now uh, a tech entrepreneur Yeah. So, yeah interesting yeah interesting now i would like I, i initially wanted to ask you what is your favorite sport by looking at this uh, cricket being your favorite sport maybe name your favorite player uh, across all different sports uh, i really love ms dhoni okay for his coolness yeah, yeah captain cool yeah right? yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's giving himself cool across various situations so that is one thing that i am learning uh, from him and trying to implement that in, in what i do but yeah uh, <laughs> still a long way <laughs> all right now can you describe yourself in one word or maximum one phrase so i, I would still go with the mr cool tag like to <laughs> like to go that way but but yeah i mean having talked about cricket and dhoni i i wish to take another term proactive 
proactive. I, I would say proactive. Yeah, because I awesome. I look at things uh, in advance mm-hmm. because I'm I'm not a reactive guy. When when something happens, I I don't react. Rather, I try to be proactive. That is what has kept me going. Yeah. All right. So this brings me to my next question. What is one thing that you like to change in your past? Something that uh, that could have helped me enter into this entrepreneurship. uh much earlier yeah. because i feel that i'm late to the party <laughs> but but to be honest uh nothing nothing is late yeah. you are never too late for anything that's right better late than never yeah fair enough all right let me fire the last bullet out of the rapid fire what is one electronic gadget that you like to see or invent yourself vijay uh, that comes from the last question probably a time machine <laughs> so that i can rewind the clock back and uh, jump into this entrepreneurship probably a couple of years earlier uh, to what i have did now yep interesting all right so that was a fabulous rapid fire and before i let you go one final question for today's conversation vijay what will be your one piece of advice to those aspiring to make big in their careers be consistent consistency is something that uh, you should preach practice and implement so uh, being consistent can do wonders uh, just just try something uh, uh, in your life and try to be consistent that can do wonders you will thank me later <laughs> absolutely in fact uh, so far one of the very few things that are working for us is uh, being consistent like we it's been over 2 years that we started uh, the guiding voice but we never missed launching two episodes per week ever since we committed to that yeah i i strongly oh. believe in that consistency for sure that's an amazing consistency <laughs> i mean <laughs> because having done 240 episodes itself tells the world that how consistent you guys were you guys are and i wish that it hits 1000 and also more in the coming months and years to come yeah thank you thank you and we aspire to be in the top 2.5% of the podcast globally in the next one year because uh, in the first 14 months we made it to top 5% but our next goal is top 2.5% that takes us to the next level so we are constantly improving and demonstrating that continuous improvement as well and uh, first of all kudos to guests like you who are taking time out of the busy schedules and making it uh, happen right so a hearty uh, thanks to everyone including you who has been part of our journey and on that note uh, thank you so much vijay for being part of the guiding voice journey in shaping the careers and lives of millions across the globe truly appreciate your time and all the insights are really powerful and i'm sure our audience are going to get inspired by inspired uh, by this conversation cool then thanks thanks again for having me and uh, wish you all the very best for the upcoming uh, episodes as well as your career sure thank you so much vijay and uh, All right so folks before we move into the trivia section here is a small request to you in case if you haven't subscribed to us please subscribe from the app where you have tuned in from so that you will be notified about all the future episodes also if you have loved this conversation just like i did please share with at least three of your friends or colleagues who can benefit from the guiding voice so that they can also learn new stuff like you and we will gain a set of new subscribers thank you so much in advance now let's cruise into the previous segment of today's episode today's trivia is about first nft vijay has spoken about how do we secure this non fungible tokens now let's take a dig at the history in terms of when was this first nft sold in the market and how did it all happen so as per a report by alternative press the first nft emerged way back in 2014 
and 5 years after the introduction of bitcoin the minting and selling of nfts began and you know the first nft was created by a person named kevin mccoy in may of 2014 and he minted quantum which raked in 1.4 million dollars it is sotheby auction in november 2021 that's all for today thank you so much for joining me in case if you have any suggestions related to some good topics as well as speaker recommendations please feel free to drop me a note on social media platforms or email us at the guiding voice for you at great gmail.com friends i'm your host navin a fellow it professional and a passionate learner on a mission to make a difference in the careers and lives of millions across the globe until next time bye bye see you all in the next episode